y'all was like man what is this dude doing never gonna get another podcast but i'm here before the end of the year up i had to get with y'all got some things coming man i've been back and forth with myself with a couple of partners about what i want to do with the pod and i do have a direction you know i realize things don't happen in a day uh sometimes when i when i start things and i have a vision i, I want it to be so perfect and I kind of let that hold me back from just taking, you know, the first step. And that's not the way to do it, you know. Um, so I'm taking the steps and hopefully you guys will be able to come along on the ride with me. So let's get into this last. This is the last episode of the year and also the last episode of uh what? Because literally how this started was just me wanting to do something uh creative with no direction and um i believe like if you don't know what you're doing how can you expect people to get on board so this is the last episode of uh what but this will not be the last time that you hear from me um i will be back next year new brand new everything so i'm I'm with this shit that's fam right there, man. That's RG Jig with his partners, RG Gunner and Lil Mook. I'm with that. And I believe I started this, like I said, I got a direction. And the end of this year is so, so, so much shit positive. So many good things, uh, video game entertainment wise that I'm with. And I'm, I'm hoping that it continues into the new year. So let's get right to it. Now, I don't know how you guys go shopping, but when I go shopping, when I go out, I I would never buy anything off the mannequin. I don't care what it looked like or what store I'm in. If I'm in Macy's, Gucci, whatever, Foot Locker, I'm not buying nothing straight off the whole thing off the mannequin. I get a shirt, maybe the jeans, maybe an accessory or something, a hat glasses but never the whole fit so imagine that you guys you know y'all going shopping you need something to wear tonight your girl your dude the crew you know what i'm saying the family they like put something on you want to go to the mall and be fresh so you go you pick out something you take a lot of time to pick this out this is not a last 
this is, uh, um, you know, you picking it out for tonight, but it's nothing rushed. You know, you get something when you pick it out, you got it, you pay for it, you get home, you change, you look in the mirror, you like, boom, fresh. You wear it, you go out. Nobody says anything. Nobody says what the hell you wearing or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Just a normal time. Imagine that you're going somewhere. Same people around. Got the next fit on a year later. Man, they acting like you got something brand new on. Like, what is that? Who made that? What are you wearing? And then you wondering, you like, what happened? What did I do? Did I do something wrong? Am I walking different? I got some different deodorant on, different kind of drawers. What? I say that to say this. <laughs> that may not make no sense. But there are games that have, they're not new games. Two in particular. Naruto Taborito Shinobi Striker and Star Wars Battlefront 2. These are games that have not just come out. Uh, Shinobi Striker is has was released in October, I do believe, maybe September. Um, and Star Wars Battlefront Two, I don't know if you pay attention to the gaming community, was released last year uh, around this time. Actually, it was released last year in November. I think it was the seventeenth. It was after my birthday. The releases for these games. Did not go as the developers had, didn't go off with a spark like they wanted it to. As you guys know, Battlefront 2 came out to the loot box scandal. Kind of, kind of changed the game with how loot boxes are presented in games. But if you ask me, I don't think it's going anywhere until somebody stops 2K19. Loot boxes are not going to be going anywhere. Um, my disdain for 2K19 is indescribable. I can write a thousand word essay on just one thing that I do not like on 2K19. Uh, 2K series as a whole. I don't even want to start about it because it's actually, it's, it's sad because 2K changed the game, man. I remember my first time, my first interaction with 2K, like, Going to the store and seeing it, this game is only twenty dollars and it just came out. Oh, it's a basket. They sweating the jerseys moving. What? And I was so tired of live at this point because live has started out so. It was the only thing. It's like Madden. Um, EA had a monopoly on the sports genre. Um, besides, if you wanted to do anything outside of live with. NBA licensed players on your screen. It had to be NBA Jam. I think that's it. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure. But anyway, when 2K came out, it blew live out the water. It took a couple of years, and you know, I, it's still I still have a friend to this day, and I don't know if he plays 2K, but he literally was such a live fan, even when he recognized that 2K was a better game, he wouldn't play it. So, uh, that's just, but now what 2K has devolved into, I mean, the My Player story, they they took so much time into building that up and it became a staple of the franchise that 
Now it's a joke. All to loot boxes. You know, like, they stop your own personal fun and grind. Like, you can't get above 85 unless I buy this. Like, I don't want to get started on it. I've gone on long enough. 2K is going to get its own episode. You know, I'm, I, and some well thought out, um, well thought out thoughts. Well thought thoughts. (laughs) But, um, back to games that have gotten better since the release. um, Shinobi Striker and Battlefront 2. Um, Battlefront 2 has, changed so much from its initial release um the heroes that we've got now this game is still not without its problems um the matchmaking the uh the way in which the levels the boards that we can play on multiplayer are presented like it's random but it's an order i don't understand how that works um they just released geonosis last month and I, I've only been able to play on it that, that first week. Um, but I still give it points for getting better because they've added Obi-Wan Kenobi. They added General Grievous. Anakin is coming. Count Dooku is coming. I was so glad to see Obi-Wan. So glad. Like, that really made me feel like, okay, now this is a Star Wars game. Darth Vader, Obi-Wan, the Emperor, you know, just some things I think are a staple and it just should, it should have been automatic. It shouldn't have taken them this long to come out with Obi-Wan. I literally only think that we got it because they had to do something to save this shit. You know what I'm saying? The, the ship was sinking battlefront 2 was going to die a slow painful death and i don't think ea would have been able to bounce back from it i actually think that lucas arts was going to pull the the licensing rights for ea to be able to make the game but money talks so for the foreseeable future ea is going to be making the star wars games but they're getting better so hopefully with the next game that comes out and they still have plans on um, adding to Battlefront 2. Um, I just... And it's... It, it's always good. It, it's always easy to say hindsight is twenty twenty, And it's always easy to pick out stuff after it's been a while. Or you've played it and you got your own things that you want to improve upon it. But some things I think should be automatic. And I think that if they really cared about the fans, I think that if you really care about the people who are purchasing your game, that are investing into your company, that, you know, some things will be automatic. And this leads me to Bandai and Shinobi Striker. When Shinobi Striker was first released, it promised us that we would be able to create our own ninja, take him on this village through take him on a journey um, through the ninja world that Kishimoto created and we would be able to not only fight that uh, live our own journey with our own created ninja but we also take a tale from Naruto 
to Boruto. It would tell a story, a narrative. Um, of course, the mainstay was going to be the online PvP. I never imagined or wanted an intensive or extensive storyline-driven um, game. That's not what I was expecting. But I was expecting some staples from the Naruto games that we've come to come to love. Man, this Shinobi Striker dropped the ball uh, from the camera angles and not really. Okay, I'm not going to say they dropped the ball. I just wish that everybody was able to see what they were doing like I was. I knew that the game even I knew that the game wasn't worth the $90 for the deluxe edition. I pre-ordered it like that anyway. Because from the beta, we were only given a couple of modes to play. And as a beta, I thought that, you know, okay, this is all that they're giving us right now. When the game comes out, it said that they had like eight months of DLC to put out. Um, and we're going to have, was initially going to be 20 characters. And I'm like, oh, four verse four PVP, 20 Naruto characters, eight months of DLC. That means that there's going to be these, not only these four fighting modes that they gave us in the beta, base battle, combat, flag, and barrier, but also that we be getting some story elements, some things to add on to the lore. Um, especially since it was coming out around the time that the um, Boruto anime was adapting the Boruto movie storyline. Perfect. And it, it wasn't we. The show wasn't getting the best of reviews. It's still not. The show reviews have come around. The art direction has changed. And this gets into my point of things that I'm with. From let's start on the anime side. Especially dealing with Boruto. They saw something that wasn't working. And boom. Cut that shit. And gave the people what they want. Um, as for with Shinobi Striker. They're listening to the community. Oh man. The first couple of weeks of releasing that game. I was so pissed. I couldn't even get a, in a room. Let alone the lobby. <laughs> To play a match, it was so it was so confusing and frustrating. But they fixed that. They they started pushing the DLC characters way faster. I don't know if this was because of the data mining leaks, or if they felt the community slipping away and knew that the game was dying, so they just pushed them out faster. Which I think that's what I think that's what happened. Um. No proof, just me speculating. But then, as of last week, a week and a half ago, while I was on vacation, they released the tuning exams uh, arena for a battle royale mode. Now, on Twitter, when people were crying about, um, I don't want to say that in a bad way. But when they were letting Bandai know we couldn't log on, I'm getting booted from the game, I get keep getting kicked to the title screen. I was saying that, yeah, fix that, that's obvious. But I want a great Ninja War, if not art story mode, 
because the problem with Shinobi Striker now is you have uh, Quick Play, which is all four modes, all four PvP modes are available. You have Ninja World League, which is two of the four available for a certain amount of time while the um, while the Ninja World League is going on and then um, people are placed in a rank. You know, you rank up, you finish, you get your reward, boom. Then there's the red and white battle, which they added as uh, Team Snake versus Team Toad. Randomly places players on squads and they battle it out for prizes. This is all, it, it's all fun, but that's not what a Naruto game is about. That's not what a Naruto, a Boruto, Naruto to Boruto game should be about. It should be about the journey. Uh, fans of Naruto, what we love Naruto for is, of course, the fighting is awesome. Some of the greatest fight scenes in all of anime, all time. What draws fans to Naruto is his journey. What draws me to Boruto is his journey. Like, and his is so much different from Naruto. People want to shit on Boruto all day. Oh, he's spoiled. He has everything. He's so OP. Look at his, he's trained by Sasuke. Got Naruto's chakra. Hinata is his mom. He doesn't have to work for anything. Now, a lot of that narrative some of it is true but a lot of it is given by the fans and that's due to the fact that the writing is not that great for Boruto right now the anime and even the manga too because the anime is canon from what I understand on a different level than the manga and this is like Marvel Cinematic Universe and Marvel TV (laughs) And it shouldn't be like that, you know. What I'm, it, this is the same company. Like the, it's like the manga people in the car, and the anime people don't know what each other is doing. But I'm just enjoying the ride. I'm not. Wh- what can we do? Um, and I guess that's just more so to my personality. I don't. When I see things that, if I like something and it's a part of a show or a movie or something that I don't like. I take that and I put it in a box and I say, hey, I don't like this, but it's not going to stop me from enjoying Boruto. Um, but back to the game. And I mean, this really this this really applies to the series, too, because when they adapted the movie arc, so many people were worried. Oh, man, what's going to happen? Are they just going to? bring footage from the movie over I actually was worried about it but when they showed when the animation style changed the tempo of the show changed the writing got a little bit more focused Um, they brought in new writers and animators for the Momoshiki uh, arc and I think some of them have stayed on I think they, they or if they didn't stay on they come in and draw more frequently because the animation has gotten so much more polished since then to the fact of when I watch new episodes, it doesn't even bother me anymore. Oh, man, the first 50 episodes of Boruto, like <laughs> we had a good, uh, uh, a good animated episode, maybe once every six episodes. But do I give 
the Boruto team credit. They saw where the show was going. They even saw saw how that the Momoshiki, the arc was depicted in the movie. Scrapped that shit. The Boruto movie is no longer in existence. It's just a, it's like a fan film now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they took the elements from the manga, they took the elements from the movie, and they combined them and it made perfect ramen, perfect Ichiraku ramen. So I'm with that. I'm with creators seeing where they went wrong and having having the balls to be like, you know what? I care about what I'm doing. I care about the people who are enjoying my content my, um, and enjoying me as the medium. So I'm going to do this for them. I'm going to suck my ego up. I'm going to admit that I was wrong and I'm going to push forward and change it. For the betterment of everyone. And that's what's happened with the Boruto anime and the game. Progression. Um, and that's also what's happening with me. Um, I'm going through. Going through. Through shit in my life. To where. And it's always a constant cycle. Well not always a constant cycle. But. I'm never one to be bashful um, to admit when I'm wrong. It makes it a lot easier on me and the people around me um, because I never want to give anybody a false sense of who I am or what I'm about. And I think one of the main things I want people to know when they meet me is because I try to be relatable. Yo, I'm going to fuck up like off rip. I'm going to fuck up, but it's never going to be intentional. It's, it's, it's never going to be with malice, but it's going to be on. It's going to be done honestly, and it's going to be done fully by me. It's a hundred percent me. Um, and it's maybe it's fair to expect not it definitely is it's not fair to expect that from your video games but maybe that's unfair to expect from people in your life when you meet them and whatnot and i understand that that's fair but when it comes to people or video games if you're making a if i'm making a star wars game the first thing that I'm going to sit down, if I have the resources to do this and assuming assuming that I do have the resources to do it I'm going to I'm going to first say thank you. <laughs> you giving me this money and this opportunity to make a Star Wars game. Boom. It's the greatest shit of my life. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to come up with an original idea. I'm going to make it as good as I can make it. And then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get me people that I trust. A few people that I trust to look over it and tell me everywhere where I fucked up at. And, I, and that's how I am with everything that I create. I believe that's how all people should be. When you're creating something, you're never going to do it right the first time. Um, and I think when you're doing something for everyone to enjoy, yes, you have to be the one to come up with the vision, with the initial steps, because you people are going to follow you. So 
as it's my duty as a leader of being something creative to be the first one to dip my toe in that water. And so along with the, the praises and adoration that comes with creating something that everybody likes, liking it also comes in the process of this. I'm going to fuck up some shit and some shit is going to, I'm going to have some terrible ideas. And they're not, and you, the, you people would never hear about it. The people would never hear about it. But you have to be okay with yourself when the final product is shown that the people who helped you, you have to be confident like, yeah, they saw me fuck up, but look what we're presenting to everyone. So if I'm creating a Star Wars game, I'm going to come up with an idea, get my team. You know what? I'm going to get some people who are Star Wars aficionados people who worked on the, the the original films if i could talk to someone from lucas uh films personally or maybe even george lucas himself take it to him not to make it not for him to change it and make it his way but to get his approval kind of and I know that sounds fucked up because if you're creating something, you want to have the attitude of, I don't give a fuck what nobody thinks. This is my shit. And you do have to have that attitude. But if I'm creating something from someone else's original idea, I want the originator to be proud of what I'm doing. Cause I was proud of what he did. You know, I wouldn't want to do it if it wasn't for him. So, and I just wish people would these video game creators would take that into account when they're making these big triple a games and asking people to fork over so much money for them. We shouldn't have to wait a year for the game to be finally playable. And as playable as it is and as fun as it is, we shouldn't have to wait for things to, we shouldn't have to complain for things if you're making a Naruto or Star Wars game, you know what the people want. You know what's successful. It's been proven. There's so much money behind it. All we want is for a certain formula. We don't want you to take this Naruto game and turn it into a Black Clover ripoff. I'm not saying that's what happened. Just using an example. So, um, I'm with that. Change, progression. Um, I... And that's that's something I think that everybody should be not good at, but open to doing. Um, I recently had a conversation with a friend of mine, um, and he was asking me, how easy is it to move to a different state and and do your thing, get an apartment, get a job? And I was like, uh, it's as easy as packing your clothes and going to that state. And it sounded so arbitrary at the moment. And I really was being honest. I wasn't trying to be, I wasn't trying to be flippant. I wasn't trying to, you know, be an asshole or nothing. I really was saying that it's just as easy as you make it. It's just as hard as you make it. With any trans, with any move, whether you move in across the street, moving jobs, state lines to another country, 
there's always an adjustment. Um, if you move rooms in the same house, you ever switched, you ever switch rooms in a house? Like you and your brother or sister switch room. You be, no matter how many times you've been in that room, when it's yours, you always notice something different. You always notice a scratch on the wall or a draft or a noise that you never heard before. No matter how many times you've been in that space, when it's actually yours, it's always different. So, and that's the same thing about moving. When you go somewhere, it's always going to be different. You know, you can't let the, I guess, the anxiety or the nervousness of, oh, I'm in a, I'm not in my home state. I'm in this new state. Still getting paid the same money. You know, money is green no matter where you at. And no matter where you are, you're going to have to do things. You're going to have to live your life. You're going to have to pay bills. You're going to have to be an adult out here and sometimes you have to take yourself out of your comfort zone to actually become a full-fledged person a well-rounded person the ultimate you the max with the max potential who you could be some people don't need to leave their homes um some people can stay in the same city and find the motivation to do new things all the time. Wake up every morning and and the city that they're living in is not the same place as what they went to sleep to last night. You know, some people are able to generate that kind of energy and that kind of emotion within them. I mean, I can, but so far I I found it that I kind of needed to step out of my comfort zone. Detroit, Michigan is my home. Um, that's where I was born. That's where I have the greatest group of friends that I will always have in my life. Uh, you know, but I had to grow and I had to move away. I had to move away to learn lessons that I'm still learning. And even after I moved, I made way more mistakes, probably mistakes I wouldn't have made when I was at home. But those mistakes, getting up from those mistakes, I I traveled further. You know, my growth has been exponential. It's been so good moving away from home. So it's different for everyone. And nobody can take nobody's journey is the same. But. Don't let change scare you from doing something, especially something that's going to be the best thing for you. You know, you got a job interview out of town in another city that's a couple hours away. You got accepted to a school that's maybe a four hour plane ride, maybe a couple of states away from from your parents. Guess what? You taking that, denying yourself that opportunity because you're scared because you're scared to leave your friends trust me trust me trust me your friends your family everything when you move and go do what you want to do when you come back they're still going to be your friends and family a lot of times you'll find out that they're still doing the same shit that they was that they were doing when you left two years ago 
And you will never know that if you didn't leave, you would be right there with him. So, and that's not to say that you're better than your friends or your friends are going to be losers or whatever. It's just saying that don't stop yourself from somebody else because nobody's journey is the same. Uh, and I think that's the perfect note to end this episode on, man. Um, I want to thank everybody who's listening, um, who's clicked on a, a pod, who's just looked at it and gave a read a description. I promise I'm coming back next year. I got we got a new name for the pod coming up. I'm going to have guests on. I'm going. I'm gonna, I got new equipment. I got a new uh, software to do the pod on, um, and I'm going to be recording from a new location, so it won't sound so raggedy, but um, thank you guys. I want everybody, everybody, listening or not listening, everybody have a happy new year. Be safe. Um, spend this time with your family. Look them in the eye. Tell them you love them. I just had it, uh, took a, was blessed to have a recent trip to Tennessee to spend some time with my family. And it was the perfect thing to end my new year's on. I have so much energy going into the new year. Um, I can't wait to talk to you guys more. I hope to have more conversations with you, better pods coming. And with that, I want you guys to be blessed. Uh, stay safe. Happy New Year. And I'll see you in 2019. So, yeah, peace out, y'all, man. And again, about to play this whole song. I'm with that. RG Jig, RG Gunner, Lil Moot. Um, I holla at y'all, man. Happy New Year. I'm out. I'm with it, I'm with it, I'm with it, don't forget that bitch, I'm with it, I'm with it, I'm with it, don't forget that bitch, I'm with it, I'm with it, I'm with it, don't forget that bitch, I'm with it, 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 don't forget that bitch, I'm with it, I'm with it, I'm with it, don't forget that bitch, I'm with it, I'm with it, I'm with it, don't forget that bitch, I'm with it, I'm with it, I'm with it, I'm with it, say I'm with it, 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 I'm with
bitch, I'm with it, I'm with it, I'm with it, don't forget that bitch, I'm with it, 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 don't forget that bitch, I'm with it, I'm with it, I'm with it, don't forget that bitch, I'm with it, I'm with it, I'm with it, don't forget that bitch, I'm with it, I'm with it, I'm with it.